Uh, maybe we'll be a day late, but at least it's better than a week. That's true. Well, months. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Take a <laughs> How's it going? Hello, everyone. How are you doing, Hector? It's cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Phoenix. It can't be that cold, but... It, it, it's chilly in Phoenix. Well, you know, desert rats and all, so... Maybe uh, I know you're. I know you're. I know you're cold. We were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not dwell on that. But uh, maybe the heat from, or maybe AEW's announcement will bring drive some heat towards you. We do got a lot to talk about. Um, because we have two pay per views that actually I didn't even know were happening until yesterday. Well, I knew Final Battle was coming up. I just didn't know for sure it was the Saturday until yesterday. And then me and Liz were talking about NXT. Or no, Monday I found out about Final Battle for sure. And then Tuesday, yesterday, me and Liz were talking about NXT. And she was like, oh, Deadline's on Saturday? I was like, oh, shit, it yep. is? I don't know because I don't watch this shitty show because Sean sucks ass. <laughs> But I'm just kidding. NXT is okay. Uh, but we'll get to that. Um, I guess we can just start off from the furthest point from last week. At least I think that's a good place to start off. So last Dynamite. Um, anything that you want to talk about from there for sure? Uh, can... That is that is the point. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to write man. Yeah, we got my brain's all messed up. It's all jumbly <laughs> like gumbo. Yeah. Um What a way to exit AEW. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean they talked about I, Yeah, I get he is gone for sure. I just don't know how it's gonna happen after today's episode. So I mean everybody's already seen it at the or most people have probably seen it at this point already. Shivani had his like interview with regal from before he left i'm assuming that's what you're talking about yeah he said he said that was recorded two weeks ago so okay. a week ago before he was assassinated cool. that, was, that was what i missed all right <laughs> all right carry on um but <laughs> someone needs to teach these people or producers or whatever how to put a neck collar on somebody because <laughs> uh, <laughs> when Oh man, when he got hit back in the neck, he played that so well. Yeah. And then when they <laughs> took him out, and I was like, "That's like... on his face. Put it on his neck, <laughs> damn it!" They just didn't want people to see a dead old guy on camera. <laughs> uh, it, remember when uh, in South Park when uh, Carbon hits Craig with the rock, or uh, what's his name, Token with the rock, and he just falls to the ground and stays <laughs> there? That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. And like I, I mean. I had mixed feelings about this. I just love heels and heel shit in general. So him doing it, I was like, oh shit, yes. And then they're all like harking about, I mean, I have a uh, a distaste, let's say, for old people in my personal life. <laughs> so seeing an old person get knocked down, MJF could not have done anything better to endure himself to me. Like, if you're trying to do heel shit, that's not heel shit for me. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, it's, weird that that's the way that they're gonna write him out it's cool that i mean just the same way that they wrote out uh adam cole from bte of killing him like i think it's hilarious to kill somebody off actually kill their character <laughs> off when they're leaving the company and i hope they continue to do that if, if stuff like this starts to go back and forth with characters like that and then if he ever comes back he's like well this is his evil twin um <laughs> 
No, that, that was great. I uh, I was actually when that happened, I was like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like, I, was, I felt like Brian Danielson like wanted to jump in there. You still, um, still love Regal. You gotta let it. Hey, go. man, I was vindicated by the video. He's like, <laughs> "My boys, my boys needed to grow up. They don't need me no more." <laughs> yeah, kind of had it since you came back. You you were just a vehicle for Yuta, really, uh, which has gotten him hell over but oh yeah how, what do you feel about i mean so we got a new belt which i don't think we've seen in AEW yet a specific belt the triple b the big burberry belt what do you feel about it i know you wanted one of those scarves for the longest time so i'm assuming you're into it i actually do really like it uh, <laughs> <laughs> it looks clean it's really nice and also for the first time like someone's actually customizing the belt for themselves like yeah. uh this isn't bad like it's it's really pretty uh i wish it was the other color like his his shoes that he wears that are like blue but default default standard is okay so it's all right yeah i mean i'm not a fan of it but whatever it, the only i mean the main reason i'm not a fan of it is because it just means that he's gonna keep that belt forever which isn't a bad thing necessarily but you know i love title changes and um yeah, after what well, we yeah, saw... I don't expect him to drop for like a yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I or wouldn't year. either, obviously. But yeah, I mean, we saw some. There's a lot of talent here, and that's why, like, I don't think we'd be out of the realm of possibility to just start trading the title back and forth and making people like. I think long title reigns are overplayed. Obviously, I mean, I've I've hit this note on here before too, but obviously, I think I think long title reigns are overplayed and unnecessary a lot of times because when you have talent top end talent beating each other for the belt as you did at the end of the attitude era like that that also makes a belt because the best people are winning over and over again yeah um i mean other than that last week really we just had the ricky starks promo which this motherfucker <laughs> go ahead absolute ricky starks <laughs> uh oh, man this guy just keeps hitting these promos non-stop for me especially this week god god damn this motherfucker yeah uh the I... one line from this week that me and my brother could not just stop laughing is when he told mjf he's like i'm gonna slap that mole off your neck <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i even caught that <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> oh my god i'm so good oh these promos are great like they're how they're building up another organic guy, just kind of how they did with freaking MJF, and building him up as like a, a people like a new version of the people's champ, pretty much. Yeah, and I'm totally fine with that. Um, I know MJF not gonna probably drop the belt, but I do like that he's gonna get a couple chances to go after him for it, especially one for the ring, one for the belt. And and then if he gets defeated, cool. Then, you know what, Ricky, you're on a high. Take a break and then come back and start like, uh, scaring the shit out of MJF. Like, who's this attacking me? Who's this coming back after me after a couple months? Like, build that story. Like, and and then let Ricky come, kind of become the champion after like his one year reign. That'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah, and like I definitely think it's it's setting up to be the year of Ricky Starks and. 
Maybe Tony Khan is listening here because I challenged him then too about like Ricky Starks is a fucking star in the making and let's go with this. And he wins the, the tournament. He wins the battle royal. So now he has two shots at the championship within a, within this calendar year. And yeah, I mean, I think that's such a perfect story. Him losing here, whether getting screwed or hurt or something, and then coming back. And I don't know about necessarily like doing it like that, uh, like attacking people like him, but him climbing up the ladder, being like like Rocky Maivia was when he was still Rocky Maivia, and totally like I I mean, MJF called it out in there, like calling I mean calling him a dollar store Dwayne was a good line, but like, and then he called him the Pebble, and the whole crowd just like the pit like started chanting Pebble, yeah, and I was like fuck yes, I would buy that in a shirt, absolute absolute Ricky Starks the Pebble. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, like, I mean, we all wanted to see this too because they're both so good promo wise. Like everybody, everybody talking about this coming up was like, oh, I just can't wait for the promos, the promos, and like right away we're getting them. So that's amazing. The line that I really liked from MJF was, uh, was uh, the Pebble one was good, but sending him back to Billy Corgan's NWA was probably my favorite. Oh. And uh, when when he called him the Pebble and they started chanting it, I was like, fuck, these guys are like totally gonna be on. MJF side just because everybody loves MJF and when he called them maxi pad and they started chanting that louder like fuck yeah MJ or Ricky Starks is not gonna get bullied by anybody on the mic on here like I felt like he <laughs> and I don't know if it was designed to be that way but nobody really ever gets the better of MJF on the mic and I felt like he got not he yeah I felt like like Ricky Starks got the better of this exchange here so far yeah it was great like MJ is fantastic, and there's really no one that can compete with him. And then Ricky Stark shows up like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. These last two episodes have been way better than I thought that they would be. Um, but I, what I want to hit on is Samoa Joe and the AR Fox match was really good. But really Samoa Joe calling himself the one true king of television, dubbing himself the one true king of television. Normally, I'm not one for giving yourself a nickname, but goddamn, I love Samoa Joe. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, when he said that, too, and I was like, yep, makes sense. He got both belts. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong. He's like, give him a credit. <laughs> yeah. Someone gonna come, come to, like, prove him wrong? I don't think so. Darby exactly. got his chance this week, and Oof. it did not go well for him. Everything just seemed very painful for Darby this week. Right. And I love Darby, but I was like, oh. Um, from his like back getting chucked, him Samoa Joe just walking away from his dives, like, yeah. oh, it's just so rough. Yeah. I mean everybody loves when Samoa Joe does the thing, but the way that he's been doing it lately, like kind of varying on it. In the, in the AR Fox match, he did like a different one. And then this one too, it was another outside thing where he just walked away from a dive as opposed to like a flip, which it normally looks like. So yeah, Samoa Joe's just cool, and I can't wait to see more of him um, as this as this champion, especially when he goes to do the muscle buster and just keep destroying him. And yeah. this rivalry with Wardlow is gonna is probably the thing I'm second most excited for in wrestling right now. We'll get to my my most excited in a little bit. I just want to say that just like we've been saying for the last three or two weeks, whatever it was, the elite and fucking Death Triangle are just putting on clinics every single one of these matches that they do. Like, they're all pay-per-view 
pay-per-view matches. Like, yeah. And I'm glad they're and and I'm glad Tony's milking this for as much as he can. <laughs> right. But uh, holy crap, dude! <laughs> like, I understand why they're not here this weekend. Like, I'm <laughs> like, we all we need a break, man. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they probably booked it that way because they're like in the middle of this series, we're gonna need a break. They should have booked a break for week four, but that would have screwed me, and then I wouldn't have been able to see a match because they're coming here, and I definitely want to see the six of them put on a show yeah that's great i wish uh because they're coming here in february so i'm gonna miss out on on one of their matches but also can y'all resellers stop with the opening up on the damn prices like it's like two grand to sit ringside jeez <laughs> how are we supposed to get our like, take under listen to take i know i'm there <laughs> oh man, we'll wait, we'll wait for day of. They'll, they gotta drop their prices. But yeah, I mean, this they've had three matches so far, and so they didn't go. The bookie didn't go like I thought. Like I laid out last time, like I thought it would. The leak came out on top this time, but I definitely think this might have been my favorite of the three of them, and that's because all three of them like are three of the best trios matches I've ever seen, personally. Oh, especially the fact that freaking. Oh, the bastard did that look rough when he got caught on the knees. Yeah, and I like, was like, oh! Somebody pointed it out too, and that was where I really noticed it. But like, for him to take it on the face and like sell oh. that injury in like in the story, it it just it's so good. It's these guys are so so amazing, and they're so good at what they do. And anybody who doesn't give them credit for it, like, just fuck off already, because you obviously don't know wrestling. <laughs> this week's main event. Just solidifies uh, the acclaimed, because damn, that was a good thing, and yeah. I wanted I wanted FTR to win. <laughs> <laughs> I went into that match fully thinking they were going to, and I was happily surprised that they were not. Like the acclaimed is so fucking over, and for them to still not have those titles is just awesome for me. Um. I mean, it would have been cool to see them with all four of those belts, especially oh the day God, after yes. they, they were shafted. I, I think they're better than the Usos, even though I'm not even a big fan of either team particularly. But, yeah, like to see them walking away with all that gold would have been just a cool sight. It would have been just like Ultimo Dragon picture, but it's not to be because the acclaimed is so fucking good and so fucking over. They're not losing those titles anytime soon. No, yeah, and and in, even in this loss for FTR, like they still like, phenomenal they still got three belts right. they're good sports at the end too yeah, with the yeah. scissoring and congratulating each other but this just shows that they claim like they are legit tag team champions especially going up against ftr and then they announced i was like oh yeah ftr you guys are wrestling this uh saturday too for your belts <laughs> <laughs> yeah that and so actually that's really what i like the the thing i loved this match through and through i'm not gonna say anything like at all but that's actually what popped me the most because I've never seen a tag team dog collar match. And so I have all sorts of questions. Are they all tag are they all dog collared together, which seems like it would be ridiculous unless they had a lot of chain? Or is it just two on two, which would make a lot more sense? And honestly, how the fuck is this gonna happen? Because Jesus Christ, that match <laughs> sounds ridiculous. It sounds as ridiculous as the Iron Survivor champion on Deadline, and somehow it's just like a twist on an old match. Yeah, I, I feel like it's gonna be a ring in the middle with four chains sticking out from each other. 
and they're all going to be attached together at the same time. See, That's what I'm seeing in my head. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I could see that too. That would be cool. But like, how do you how do you start doing uh, hardcore stuff that way? Like, you don't have you don't have any of your um, weapons. You're not going to be able to go. I mean, unless you have that much of a leash to go get them. Or unless, like, ass boys come out or something and start throwing weapons in there just to hurt FTR even more. Uh, but, yeah. I'm, I'm just don't really... even have a ring. Just have a pile of stuff in the middle. <laughs> there you go. Just do it, back... <laughs> just start... just do it backstage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I mean, that could totally work. And honestly, like, I would... I knew the final battle card going into it because they had been th- saying it a lot and people were starting to hype it up, but I, I don't give a sh- shit. Of- I didn't give too much of a shit about it before, even though there is a Samoa Joe match on there, and I was just talking about how much I love Samoa Joe. But now I am actually contemplating which I'm going to watch on Saturday, whether it's going to be Final Battle or Deadline. See, I'm watching Deadline. For sure I'm going to watch that. Yeah. I mean, I probably will too, just because it's comes with my peacock account and it's logistically easier <laughs> and then i could get final battle on a replay um yeah but it, it's definitely tempting with the last couple with the last few things that they did on this show for sure so i mean it's it did the purpose of what a go home show is supposed to do in my opinion yeah that is true i i will admit though like it's just so many so many AEW stars are within the ring of honor instead of like other competitors that we haven't seen like I'm glad Juice Robinson is going up against Samoa Joe. Like, I know he's signed to AEW, but it's kind of cool that this is where we're seeing him, and not really on the on the TV shows aspect. So, like, yeah. that's that should be a treat. I'm honestly, I'm not. I mean, that's also part of the reason that I'm not too stoked about it personally, because I <laughs> could give a shit about Juice Robinson, and then like, not to be a dick, but having him cut his own promos with that voice, I'm not gonna. Fear you if, oh, this is, if this is your introduction. It, it, to this it. is a this is a David Beckham situation. <laughs> I guess, like but, one of the greatest players of all time, and he sounds like that. Yeah, like I'm just not. Gonna, <laughs> there's nothing scary about that voice, and I, I like I'm sorry about it. <laughs> it is what it is. You just yeah. Um. Oh shit! I just got a spoiler for me that. Oh my god! I. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell you off mic because I don't want to spoil it for for the show. But Jesus Christ, this is the dumbest signing that they've done in a long time. Moving on to the week, we had SmackDown, and motherfucker Triple H. I really thought you were gonna give us Mexicans a little bit of relief, and ah. nope, you just gave us some more fucking heartbreak. Mexico loses. T- I mean, obviously Ricochet gets the win, so I can't hate it too much because Ricochet's wanted or Ricochet's needed stuff for so long. But could have just given us this one. You're just gonna feed Ricochet to fucking Gunther again. Yeah, like this one. Uh, I don't know. First of all, this SmackDown was a little weird to me, especially because it was also on FS1. Yeah. And, like, uh, I was watching it when it was originally live, and then I walked away, and I returned because I heard something in the living room. And I'll get to that in a moment. And then I waited till it replayed again, and I think I left only, like, 20 minutes later again. But I did catch clips of, of the match, and it was, a great, it was a good match. But it's bullshit, because yeah. you can't have them show up as, like, the cartel drinking tequila, showing that they're going to win and dominate. 
and then this fucking happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ricochet's elite, and they're in the final. Like, I don't think it takes too much away from them, but definitely you got to give Santos more now. Like, I said, I've been saying forever, you got to give Ricochet more now. Nah, Santos needs to get more now, just because I love him, and I think he's a he's a superstar, and you need to start building that star before WrestleMania because he will drive people to LA or in LA to go to that show. That's true. Also, I will mention on something else that um I'm one this is another reason why I like Triple H as creator. Whatever. He's just running the show. Thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate you're in charge and Khan as well, but it's this man and understanding like how the wrestling business is and understanding lineage and shit like that as well because he let Escobar go to AAA in Mexico for his dad's last match yeah. for retirement and like uh, or, they, or they did something for him and it was just to honor his dad and his legacy and how he carries it on if this was under Vince that shit would never have fucking happened like he would have to have been it could I, there's because, no fucking way. Like, no. They would have been like, hey, Santos is asking if he could go to Mexico, blah, 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 his dad's last match, and he'd say, who? <laughs> is he on our contract? Yeah, no. Who? I've never heard that name before. No. I don't care what that person is. Is he one of those flippy flippers? No. <laughs> um, I'm looking, you're right. Like, I feel like you're right that this episode did feel kind of weird, but looking at it, there was a lot of fucking good wrestling. Well, before I move on to that, actually, um, it wouldn't be fair to Tony Khan to not also throw out the accusations, even though you just tried to, to prop him up. Um, Triple H also hates Mexicans. Moving on. What? Uh, no. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nobody hates Mexicans. Not even Tony Khan. Um, yeah, really fucking good wrestling. That Kofi and Gunther match. The Santos and Ricochet match, and the Sheamus and Sammy and match, Sammy Zayn match, were all really fucking good. And then we also got like evil Shayna Baszler. I don't know that this show is as bad oh. as my memory is telling me that it was. Oh, I know what triggered me. Okay, uh, okay, memories are coming back. So the Sammy the Sammy Zayn match was amazing, and I actually sold my brother on Sammy Zayn as a wrestler. He loves him as just freaking an Uso and part of the bloodline. But him going up against Sheamus, like, he's like, oh, he can wrestle. I go, I know he can wrestle. Like, like, best workers in the company. Yeah, he's, he's like, holy shit, he's fucking awesome. Um, But I now I know why I lost my shit when I was watching this. It's because Shayna's music changed again. Did it? And her, and her, her oh, yeah, background. Yeah, no, she had that. She this had was that a one. different take. Are you sure? I think this is a different take because okay. it didn't sound even different from what it was before. And and then also the background on her lettering, like they removed like snap and everything and it, it just looked different. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, just give her shit back. It's not hard. Like, yeah, she also I know like... there's somebody in a video and just play that shit again with that music that you know you're going to get fucked up on. <laughs> Yeah, and like the the gear didn't do her any favors because it'll be a lizard watching it. We were like, she seems like she has a lot of shit on, but she didn't really. <laughs> she just had a towel on her neck and then like the shirt hanging, which she usually does. But like 
the colorway from the black to the gold on her gear definitely looked like she had something hanging on the other side. And so at first Liz was like, is she wearing a skirt? And we were just like, no, <laughs> she's just got a lot of shit on for some reason. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, it wasn't taking her longer to tuck that fucking shirt in than that whole segment took. Um, but it was, I mean, it showed, it established her as a threat again, and I was, I was glad to see it. Uh, but we can get to the, the headline from here that we really both want to talk about. And actually, now I, uh, I am also remembering why I disliked this episode as much. And I wanted to start our episode with these, um, with our RIPs and our apologies to... I'll get out to our apologies too, which really we should just start our every episode with apologies too, because we're going to have to apologize to somebody after every episode. <laughs> um, RIP to damage control, because honestly, like I, after Becky, I was, we talked about it last week and I was so fucking pissed off that they just got buried to one person who was literally the, I mean, the one like explanation that I can take or the one that I can think that I can say like, fine is Becky is the most over-fucking person in this company right now, other than Roman Reigns, probably. So, yeah, whatever. Like, she can't look weak. Everybody loves her, blah, 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 blah. But you let Damage Control get beat by Liv fucking Morgan? And I don't care that we had a return, because that return doesn't mean anything. They still don't have the numbers advantage, and it's still literally Liv fucking Morgan, who couldn't even fucking... Be bothered to be excited after she beats somebody down. Jump up on the turnbuckle. Get the crowd into it. No, let me just stand here and look across this purple-haired person and just stare at each other as we're about to cut to, ca- to commercial. Like, this is why I don't like Liv Morgan, and it's very particular. Like, she's just not any good. So, now here's the apology section. Sorry, Liv. Uh, sorry, Liv. Um, I I agree with you wholeheartedly on everything that's going on. Yeah, you you have damage control with Bailey, who controlled and carried the company during the Thunderdome era, and then you bring up two of the best from NXT up with you finally with EO, and then the fucking Bump Queen. God damn it! And and you keep doing this shit. This should be dominating and just fucking running rampant. Like, yes, it can take a lot here or there at a pay-per-view, but not consistently. Like right, this, or to Bianca well, or Becky or special worldly talents. Hey. Not to live fucking Morgan. Yeah, and also, and this is where I came back from, like, oh, just kind of dismissing this episode, is I was in my room and I, will, I was playing StarCraft, and all of a sudden, in the living room, it's still playing uh, SmackDown. And you hear, and you hear, is that Tegan Knox? I fucking leave my game in the middle of it. I walk out and, like, I ran, actually, to the living room. And I was like, oh, fuck Tegan. And I was like, because I've, I've been wanting this. Right. We've been talking about yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah. she should you've be been, here, like, a say, long time ago. have been clamoring for this for weeks. Oh, my God. Literally since the moment Triple H came back. <laughs> and and I go and I was like fuck it, it's Tegan and then I was like what the fuck's Tegan and then I was like oh someone looks different <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I took a pause I was like ah oh, fuck it whatever she's back I don't give a shit but also like I didn't want it to happen in this fucking way either like I wanted her to come back 
um, to be part of damage control as a, like a permanent fourth, um, to booster the, to bolster their ranks, not to fucking help live. I mean, she's too facey. Like I always felt like she would be opposed to damage control rather than coming in. Like I really want Indy to be their fourth whenever if. If she ever gets called. Oh, and she, yeah, and that, that's something we need to talk about that shit, too. I yeah. don't know if you've seen what's been going on. I, I do. And, like, unfortunately, I do have NXT for us to talk about later, so we'll get to that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I then like, those pants did not, like, how are you going to come running out with these knee? Like, she had to slow up her stride because she would have went barely into that fucking ring. Um, <laughs> Ring the same way Titus oh, O'Neil did. She was gonna have those stupid pants with those big ass holes in them, and like she didn't even hit the shiniest wizard afterwards. And nobody cared is the problem. So here's my thing. Like I said, Becky, Bianca, they can be taking out damage control. And I hate to be this person, but if it was Sasha fucking Banks and that music hits, everybody would have lost their goddamn mind. Yep. And that is the person that you can have beat damage control. Not Liv Morgan, who the crowd doesn't know. And, like, I love Liv Morgan. You, or I'm not Liv Morgan. Or Tegan Knox, I mean, who the crowd doesn't know. And, like, I love Tegan Knox. You love Tegan Knox. People who watch NXT love Tegan Knox, and we really root for her because she's had such bad luck. But none of these main people care about Tegan Knox. Why would she be able to get the one up on people that she has a numbers disadvantage to? It just doesn't make any sense. Also, her entrance, like, her her music didn't sound the same and two it felt like they were confused on what her emblem was because it showed her traditional one that she's always had yeah and then like something else like floating in and fighting it like space invaders i was like what the fuck is going on yeah. um when i went back and rewatched it i was like all right like one i'm super excited she's back i'm glad she's she's there not the way that i would like to have introduced her but whatever she's on the roster now um, just get her shit done right so it can she can be pushed and promoted the right way so everybody can get to know why we actually like her. And yes, we support her because she had really shitty bad luck, but also she's a really good athlete in the ring, way better than the majority of some other companies' fucking female stars. Um, so, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how she comes back from her injuries because they were pretty bad, especially the. I mean, now that she's got two hurt knees, um, yeah, I, I want nothing but the best for her. I hope it gets better than this return, but yeah, I just was not into the way that she was back. Um, but the, yeah, best we can say is she's here now, and hey, they didn't change her name. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Could've oh, total, another totally surprise gift. Negan talks. <laughs> Another surprise uh, was uh, Kat Kelly was at SmackDown, but she was not on on screen. But whatever. Triple H is listening. Thank you. (laughs) See, that's why I don't think either he is or he he isn't or he only likes you. Because he heard me bitching about (laughs) Becky and he was like, oh, you don't think it could get worse? Bet. And then he had Liv fucking Morgan be damage control and literally the best fucking woman's worker that they have in in the company. But I digress. We're moving on. I'm not going to do all fucking damage control and how much I hate this shit going on right now because Raw also happened and it was a hell of a good show, I thought. Uh, we got two women's triple threats, including the main event. Um, where did you want to start with this one? Uh, fuck, is Riddle actually broken? <laughs> I don't know, but oh, so, I've, 
never been more into Solo Sokoa, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because I hate Riddle. We love Riddle. Our first episode is about Riddle. I'm going to say this every time we bring him up. But, God damn, he looks so fucking cool beating the shit out of him. Especially after everybody's gone, he's just like, nah, I'm going to murder it. You guys want to see a dead body? Let me make one real quick. <laughs> And that's how you put on a neck collar. Because um. <laughs> they had a, like one of those guys was an actual EMT who's just not who's just unemployed right now. Oh man, I saw that and I was like, mm, you better you better pan that camera away. Yeah, that. Damn, and like it's cool because everybody was talking about him being the Umaga after War Games, and there looks like they're going after that. Um, that kind of vibe with him, and he just looked cool that whole time. And like, like yeah. we talked about last time, like I cannot wait to see Kevin Owens yeah. versus him in some sort of big time match. I hope it is a big time match. I hope it's not gonna be some sort of throwaway TV match like this one was. Yeah, and uh, Solo was doing uh, like moves in honor of him too, as well. Yeah. Like, uh, so I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but in the moment, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, we go from that, I mean, brutal attack to the, possibly the best thing in wrestling this week. And that was the promo between Becky and Bailey. And we talk about her being one of our listeners on Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling. And I think this promo proves that if she's not listening, somebody in the locker room is. Because that whole thing could have been written from an AI generator. They listen to our our podcast because her <laughs> the way she put back Bailey over and still those fucking idiots booed her. Oh my god, you could cheer someone who carried a company through a pandemic. But anyway, yeah. um, yeah, and like what she was saying back to her about how she only cares about Becky, and if that's what comes to pass eventually, if Becky's trying to just like be the man for now, and then when she gets that gold back, she's gonna turn back into Champa or like uh, evil Becky again. Uh, that would be cool, but either way, just them going at it was, I mean, almost as good as Ricky and MJF, if you ask me. If not as good. That is true. Like, when watching Becky do do it, and she's like, you you were the champ during a whole pandemic, the Thunderdome and all this stuff I mentioned earlier, and I was, and the crowd was like, and I was like, what the fuck are you booing for? Like, Motherfuckers were were cheering through your little goofy ass screens and shit at the time. Yeah, um, <laughs> goofy ass screens. Uh, and I was like, I get it. Becky's like so over, and that's great. But like, this ain't her match. Um, let's get out so Becky can like dominate this whole thing. Um, but no, it was good. Uh, it's as good as the promo that we got this week, but um. I see what you mean. Like, I appreciate it. And also, I'm just glad, again, that the women get equal time on this so yeah. their storylines can develop. Because, you know. I mean, even then, I was going to say, like, they also had the main event. But even if you cut out that main event, they had that promo and then that triple threat match. So let's say even about the same t- that The triple threat match was actually really long and really good. So definitely not the same time they're ever going to get on AEW. But let's even just say, like, that short one, one segment, if that was the only women's segment we got, the amount of story and great content we got out of there between their promo with each other, the face-off with Rhea and Becky, and then, like, the match itself. There's no company. I mean, I don't watch Stardom. I need to. I know that. But for my taste, because I'm not a big Final Fantasy person, 
there's no company putting on any women's wrestling to that this level and this and like the diverse the diversity within this division and I'm just I'm super here for it. I'm I hope the women's division on Raw is what is the main feature continuing to go forward. Yeah, um, especially when and this is just a little bit going back to AEW from this week's episode is did Tony Khan forget what like someone's record mean like uh jade cargill was so was like what 42 or 43 and oh but she's in a triple threat match and that's and she wins that and that's added to her total no 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 no. wait those are one-on-one matches yeah it's one-on-one matches did they add something to her total or did they just flash her total no they they added it to her total okay she was at 42 and i think they bumped it to 43 yeah that now you're just padding the numbers just take the title off her at this point you don't i was like that's not the same yeah i didn't (laughs) i didn't even realize that until right now but i i wasn't sure just until you're saying it that they actually added to it i mean they they tried they also had a face off with with um jade and um red trying to flash each other's looks and they were subtle which is is one form of storytelling but you have big old Rhea and becky facing off two of the biggest talents in this industry it, it just doesn't compare yeah uh, sorry sky blue maybe next time yeah um <laughs> yeah and so like actually before we move on from there, unless you're unless you're not going to move on from there i just want to say the thing i'm most looking forward to wrestling this week is how Oscar responds because have you seen her Twitter feed the last day? I'd say no, not really. So yesterday, at some point in the middle of the day, she tweeted out something like, "I don't care about respect. I don't want respect. Some shit like that. Like I want a win or some shit like that." And so I was like, "That's kind of a weird post from Oscar." And then later on, she posted, "The world is full of shit," with a picture of her old makeup, <gasps> which. All the basement dwellers will tell you her name was Kana. I never knew her as that, so I don't refer to her as that. But if she, we start to get heel Oscar out of this, like just throw oh that my on God. top of the fire, you got Bailey, <laughs> Becky, Rhea, Bianca, and heel Oscar. Like nobody in the world can compete with this division, and they got to be the stars. And oh my fucking God, I cannot wait to see Oscar go on an undefeated oh. run the way she did in NXT, if that's what it's going to be, or just murdering people the way she did when she was with the Kabuki Warriors. Oh my god. <laughs> oh please I wanted to fucking wreck people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. And like I oh, it might not happen because I think Elimination Chamber might be a SmackDown um joint. But if it's another combined pay per view and we get the men in SmackDown in the Elimination Chamber because it's Sammy's hometown and he's probably gonna win it and, and like going into his feud with Roman Reigns, but or going into like the heartbreak of them killing him out right after the elimination of Miriam. So if they is a, if it is a combined joint, the Raw women might get it the same way the Raw women got War Games. And if that Oscar is in the elimination chamber, oh, oh my god, that'd be boy. great. Yeah, I'm just rubbing my hands at the prospects of it. Oh, oh please let that happen. That'd be fucking fantastic. Um. Yeah, I mean, and then we had the main event from from Raw, which was unless there's anything else you want to talk about for the middle of the show. By the way, man, fucking. So Akira Tozawa is no longer a ninja or whatever shitty gimmicks, but then you feed him to Dominic. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain. 
I can't explain. Dom is really good at being a heel somehow. He. It's very cheap heat. Don't get me wrong, but it's no, 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 really no, 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 no. good at it. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, it's good, and it reminds me of all the fucking shit I complained about Adam, uh, Adam Cole. When he did <laughs> when that he first shit. came out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but with Dominic, it's so much fucking worse for some reason. <laughs> it's because and he's I just, the son of a legend. Uh, uh, well, which one? And then also, like, I just wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> it's because he's the son of two <laughs> legends. <laughs> I just want him to get his ass beat. And then this happened. I was like, oh, god damn it. But whatever, yeah, like, that. that's how it felt. I was like, come on. Yeah, I, I was also confused as to why that was happening in general, but, like, I mean, they need to start getting him wins and stuff. And maybe Triple H was even told them, hey, go watch Adam Cole matches. I can't get him out of that contract. Trust me, I tried for the last four <laughs> months. I tried. You need to be Adam Cole because we need something out of you in this fact. He started, he's he's like, I'll be chicken last, shit. He's been starting to <laughs> the last few weeks for sure. And, like, just, just the Eddie's moves that he does just enough to piss off fans that are just like already want to hate him it's so good it's like that's my father <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah um but yeah the the last match of the night uh did we see fucking sister abigail uh, yeah could be there's they're definitely teasing something because there was a few moments where they'd like really let the moment land and they did, they did have some kind of, I don't know if it was miscommunication or just bad steps where they were tripping all over each other in the middle, but, like, those points that they were trying to land, they they forced them to land, and, and they did. So, like, I think we're getting the flashes of of Becky, or of uh, Alexa, for sure. Yeah, I was like, because I, I saw a clip, and I was like, what the fuck? No, uh, like, her eyes, like, changed and went right. dark, and then she, like, woke up. I was like, oh, yeah, it's starting yeah. to happen. But she didn't actually hit it. And so, yeah, we'll have to see where it goes from there. I, I wasn't that big a fan of this match because I felt like they should have been reversed, especially knowing the talents in there and how uh -huh. the matches went out. But I understand to close the show, you have to have your face get put through a table, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was fine. I, I had a suspicion. I had a, a strong suspicion going into it that it was too soon for Becky and Bailey to, to match up that way. And we still didn't have a device for um, Bianca yet. And so now, like, it makes much more sense in retrospect that, that Alexa wins this match. And I, I honestly think she's going to win against Bailey. Yeah, I can see. Which is, oh, again, you're feeding ba Bailey to somebody. <laughs> I just thought about that. I know. <sighs> ah, whatever. I can save that for later. I'll wait to see what happens yeah. before I start throwing out the theories. But. No man, like uh, freaking Ross fans have like they're all. I don't know. I can't keep praising the man because I know <laughs> he fucks up after a pay per view. Yeah, I mean he does some shitty stuff sometimes, but even like a a bad Triple H show is possibly one of the best WWE shows that we've seen in the last four years. Oh, and before we leave off WWE, to my brother. Who cannot understand why the hell I'm a Johnny Gargano fan? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he feels about Ricky Starks, too. He's all like, they're the same to me. I was, I was like, motherfucker. Say, 
Well, I, I will say, Ricky Starks, I get. I'm complete agreement with your brother. Fuck! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like ja- I, I like Johnny as a character, but I'm never going to get behind Johnny as a face. I like him as a heel and his funny, goofy antics, but I will never get behind him as a face. And that's why I like him right now. At w- I mean, I was laughing at the Luma stuff. That was pretty good. He, he has really fi- found his comedy styling since he had to when he was carrying NXT for that little while. Yeah, and and that's totally fine. And I hope I get DIY because Champa looks like he's ready to come back after his surgery and his and his uh recovery. So, um, I hope to see them together, and then that way they can put on and show why why they're fantastic. Yeah. Um, we can move on. I mean, I guess we do have to talk about it. You brought it up, and they're having a pay per view, so we can talk about Sean Shitty Show. <laughs> Yeah, I like the alliteration of that. Sean Shitty Show on Tuesday <laughs> nights on USA. Um, I just don't. There's a few things I don't understand. And I, I didn't watch it. I refuse to watch these shows until a week later. And so he doesn't get credit. Um, <laughs> and so I'm just looking at the results here. And they fed fucking Zion Quinn to Tony D'Angelo. I don't think you can name me a person who has a more naturally cool look in this company than Zion Quinn, and they're just feeding him to fucking everybody. I don't understand it at all. Probably they're just breaking him down so they can rebuild him as a citizen of society. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I guess. Whatever. Um, we haven't really talked about NXT in a while, and considering this is supposed to be an NXT podcast, um, I guess we could just hit on a few things here, but we're, we're we're the surviving smoldering ashes in the fire, trying to light up again. Right. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Triple H is making his influence in there, but it's 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 like Shawn Michaels is just dumping. Uh, well, yeah, I, 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 every, every single week. I can see Triple H is like, all right, I got uh, I get rid of the stupid two I got rid of this. I'm gonna give you some actual wrestlers. Um, this is who I want you to focus on. You got that right, Sean? Yeah, 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 I got it, Trips. And then Trips walks out the freaking office, and then Sean's like, let's make it my show. <laughs> no, then Road Dog comes in, and he grabs the notes away from him, and he says, what's this? And then he throws it in the trash, and then they just, oh, shit, I guess we'll just do whatever the fuck we feel like. Uh, but I, I do want to touch on charlie dempsey because i think he's the reason reason regal's gonna come back and if anybody can save nxt it might be william regal and i really want to see him in there with his son and see what happens with it and i like his look i didn't like timothy thatcher that's kind of what he reminds me of but i I don't know if it's that i'm getting in on the ground floor with him here but i i like his look and i like the way they're, they're they're presenting him for sure yeah, I I don't know when he's gonna appear. He he probably won't show up till after the first of the new year. Yeah. Um, which is fine, cause then you can call up Regal whenever you're gonna have fucking war games. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, that's the reason it makes me think that he might be in the um, on the main roster and not on NXT. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> just so he could shout war games in a year when it happens next no- next November. They're, they're like, we'll just call you up a month before we're planning it, and that way you can just say it all the time. Yeah. I I would love it if if Regal shows up and he's like, I'm back in control. I'm tired of all this garbage. He's like, but I also brought somebody with me, and and it's Morrow. 
He's all like, I'm back, baby. Oh, man. Oh, uh, that's just our fantasy. Booker, Booker T, get the fuck off commentary. <laughs> he's never coming back to, at least not to WWE. I, I don't know. I still have hope. And tomorrow, for some reason, you stumble onto this. Please, please, por favor, come back. Yes. Uh, just do just do live events. Yeah. You don't even have to be there. Just, this is JR just record your voice. Yeah. Do like one do hour that. of live events. Oh, yeah. I, I would love to have him and Wade Barrett together. Or him, Wade Barrett, and freaking... Uh, Yes. Oh <laughs> my god. Hard. You would never hear anything that the wrestlers are trying to say to each other. <laughs> I would I would be excited the entire time. It would be I wouldn't give a shit. And that would be your yeah. commentating team for right. all pay per views. Yeah. Fuck anybody else. That would be hype for sure. Um Alright, so I don't really want to talk about any of the I'm looking at the results here and like Seeing Isla Dawn is just pissing me off, and not for anything against her own fault. Just the way that that book is. Hate it. Again, John to the show. Um, and <laughs> I, I mean, the triple threat was really good. I'm glad at the final result, because I've been saying since they announced the Iron Survivor Challenge, or whatever the hell it is, that Indy <laughs> and Roxy both need to be in there. And so the result I was glad to see. And I'm... <laughs> Sean has a shitty show, but I'm super excited for Deadline and really just for those two matches. Yeah, I I get what, one, this is new, experimental, but also, yeah, I'd love to see how this turns out for both the men and the women. Yeah, it just seems so cool, which, I mean, we could get into Iron Survivor's Challenge is what it's called. They're both going to determine the number one contender. Um, We started with... Or, we don't even need to talk about the triple threats other than what we just talked about with Indy uh, qualifying. Um, so the men will be, well, we can talk about the rest of the card. Do you want to do predictions? Uh, I, have, I have Indy picking this up, especially after what's going on. On the guy side, I don't know very much. All right. I was going to say, I don't think you really know a lot of this roster. Um, but other than, before we get into those two matches, really, other than even though you already gave your prediction, we are going to get a few other matches. Um, Alba Fire is going to fight Isla Dawn. How do you see that going? Oh my god, Alba Fire freaking fuck. Oh, I can't pronounce that fucking name. Um, she wins. That's all I'm going to say. She has to win. God damn it. I'm so pissed. I can't even remember her first name. I really oh, hope you're right. But Isla's debuting well no she had a debut match this week so maybe maybe they had to squeeze that one in so that she could on saturday i hope so alba fire should not be feeding isla Dawn. please no please why is she still there it's as what bad as bailey getting beat down by that's where we're. uh the other thing that we have is actually a match that i'm stoked for and didn't know that i wanted until i heard it but pretty deadly versus the new day it's gonna be amazing, and the, oh, that is gonna be a good match. Yeah, the promos already like there's backstage stuff that is coming out with um, Xavier Woods and Kofi, and it's fucking great already. So if they, I honestly kind of hope that that they win these NXT title championships because I, we need some other champions. Pretty Deadly is great. I love Pretty Deadly. I always have, but we need some other champions because the Usos are holding on to these fucking belts forever. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> What and else feel, we got on the card? Uh, the other match is, is the championship match, which will be Braun Baker or Braun Breaker versus Apollo Cruz. What do you got? 
Wait, Apollo Crews, really? Yeah. For the title. Oh, Braun's gonna win. That's easy. I don't know. I see, what? like, Apollo having... And, like, the more and more I think about this, I'm talking myself into Apollo having, like, a, a small Mandy run. Obviously, he's not going to be, like, the dominance that Toxic Attraction has had for over a year. But I feel like he could have a run here as champion and have it be meaningful, and then Braun loses and shows up in Royal Rumble because he needs to be on the main roster already. Uh, that's true, but... Uh, well... We'll see what happens with the with the men's match. Yeah, because I was gonna say, oh well, then if it's not anyone really good, then at least this gives them an out to go up. All right, yeah. I can well, see that going. on. I don't think we get predictions for the last match. Who you got, Pretty Deadly or, or New Day? Oh, I like Pretty Deadly. <laughs> All right, just to go, just uh, yeah. to oppose you, I'm gonna go with New Day on that one. Because uh, I don't, <laughs> I could carry either way, but I I really just want to see that match. So then, yes, the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge is going to be Zoe Stark versus Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James versus Indy Hartwell, and you got Indy Hartwell. Do you know the other girls very much? Oh, yeah. One's the previous Ring of Honor champion. Cora Jade is dating Braun, Braun Breaker and also betrayed uh, her, uh, the former Ring of Honor champion. Her best friend for uh, two weeks. Yeah. Um... Zoe Starks, I remember when she came in, then she got injured, but also she betrayed um, Nikita. Uh, Nikita, yes. Nikita Lyons. It's so. one of the most throwaway storylines for me, anyway. Um, yes, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Kiana James is pretty cool. She has a good look. I don't know, like, character-wise, why. I honestly don't know why she's in this match, because character-wise, she doesn't seem like she's ready, and, like, when you have people like Alba Fire or any of Toxic Attraction that you could throw in that match, it just seems kind of weird, but whatever. And then also, you, well, the other thing is, you have Fallon Henley and Tatum Paxley, who both essentially look like the same girl, and neither of them are in this match, and they've been here way longer than Kiana James. Um, <laughs> my pick for this is Roxanne Perez. Because even though they sold the indie thing after, and indie's probably the smart money bet because of the way that they had this, the indie segment afterwards, but I, I really feel like Roxanne is the person to take the belt off of Mandy. Like that, doing that is gonna build such a star. And I'll say it this way: if if indie does win on Saturday, which which I think you're right, she is going, um, she's not gonna take the belt off. She needs to lose to Mandy and then be in Royal Rumble and then be with Damage Control or something. But I don't want her to be in this promotion anymore. And I don't necessarily want her to be the champion because then she'll have to stay here for longer. And I don't think she needs to be That's there. true. Yeah, I don't think she needs to be done there. Also, do you think everything that was happening is a work? With what? Have you not seen the clips and stuff of, of like, Indy getting in a fight with a bunch of the female wrestlers backstage? No, it's definitely got to be a work. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually got freaked out. I was like, oh, no, I don't want her to get in trouble or something. Yeah, I had to see that. I'll go look it up after this. But, yeah, I definitely think it's a work. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick with, with Roxy. Uh, okay. I love Roxy, and she definitely needs the seasoning in NXT if you saw that promo. She's come a long way because the first time I think I mentioned her on here, it was when I had first seen her in Ring of Honor, and she just had a promo. Um, and a match, and the, like when I saw her in the match, I was like, "This is one of the most fluid wrestlers I've ever seen." And she's how old? And then I saw that promo, and I was like, "Okay, 
that that's where it is. That's where she can tell that she's 18 years old because she doesn't know how to talk in front of a camera. She looks like one of those girls in front, like doing a Mori video. Um, <laughs> but she's gotten a lot better at promos in NXT. The problem is, like, as good as she is in ring, I don't think she's ready there character wise. And that's what NXT can help her with. That's why Mandy Rose shouldn't have this belt anymore, especially if you're supposed to be developing developing talent for everybody for like for other stuff. It's such an annoying thing to see people say NXT was supposed to be developing talent. Why are we like that's why 2.0 is great. And then Mandy keeps this thing forever and we don't develop any women and the SmackDown women's division keeps floundering. But hey, you're the same people that also love this Mandy Rose reign. Whatever. Yeah. We don't have to turn into Mandy yeah, Rose. They, just... uh, well, yeah. Also, they just need a toxic attraction and Mandy Rose just need to get brought back to, yeah. to the main roster. They're like, it's ready. time. It's, yeah. They're stars. They're the stars that NXT is meant to build. Anyway, um, yeah, so then after that, we got Carmelo Hayes versus JD McDonough versus Grayson Waller versus Joe Gacy versus Axiom. And you're you're familiar with Carmelo Hayes and JD McDonough. JD McDonough is Jordan Devlin, um, the guy who shot Michaels thinks is him, and he sucks. Grayson Waller. Yeah, because he also had, it was, remember when the, yeah, yeah, the cruiserweight belt was split? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had that too, but he's also like, Kind of a scumbag, from what I understand. Um, yeah. And person trying to play a scumbag, but really is just less relevant than almost anybody in this company, even though he's been given so many big spots. Um, Grayson Waller is in here for some reason. You'll remember him. He's the one who killed your favorite wrestler in NXT. How do you feel about that? <laughs> you put me on the spot. I can't <laughs> say shit right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, do you know who? Do you know Joe Gacy? Yeah, he's that crazy religious dude. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And Axiom. Have you seen Axiom much? No. I was okay. I thought that was like a an equity mortgage firm or something. <laughs> Do you remember when um UK was still around and they had Kid A? Yes. Or A Kid. Barely. Yeah. He's like a light looking dude with short um black hair. He's from Spain. Um but that's him. He's Axiom in the, in the max there. Uh, and okay. so, yeah, they... I honestly don't fucking care. Like, looking at these five guys, I don't care about that match. I just want to see it happen because I'm interested in the match itself, which uh-huh. is really a shame because I feel like they do have some people who could put on a show better than this. Who the not, fuck is Cameron Grimes? If you're not going to put a Braun Breaker in there, yeah, right. Cameron Grimes would be better in here. Um, Wesley would be better in here. Put oh, shit. Dijak, who has been in here, who has showed up in here. I'm going for Carmelo Hayes. That's I'm just gonna stop talking about this match and say Carmelo Hayes. All yeah, way. yeah, I'll go with you too. All right. Um, yeah. So we can get <laughs> off of that, and I just realized that we haven't talked about it. Dijakovic's back. <laughs> like, how have you not brought this up, forced this onto the show yet? Because <laughs> I. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was so excited because I'm not really watching NXT, and I told myself I was, but then it's not the same Dijak. It's yeah. not Dijakovic. It's that. What? What the fuck did you just say a second ago? Dijak. Dijak. What the fuck? Like, is he a T1000, <sighs> T10000? What the fuck? Because that's what he looked like, like for the certainly, clip. Certainly, the the look he's going for. Like, he looked cool when he came back. I was like, all right, he's wearing a jacket, he's wearing his clothes, you know, whatever. Beating up on somebody who's third his size. Yeah, exactly. Like, totally fine. 
And I don't think that's fine. That doesn't look intimidating <laughs> to me at all. That was that was my complaint. Is like, what's with the look, and why are you beating up on somebody so much smaller than you? It doesn't make everybody's look gonna look smaller to him. That's the thing. Yeah, but the that's only why, person like, that riled, rivaled him was freaking Keith Lee. Yeah, so if you're gonna do something, then do something. Show up with Braun Breaker or ba- Von Wagner, who sucks and actually like looks big, and people know it is big. So if you could take out oh. the biggest one, smack him right in the mouth. Okay, okay, that's fine. I'll point on that one, but also all these names, you just all sound the same. Um, <laughs> oh. God, Sean, the show sucks so much. <laughs> Just, please just name him Dijakovic. And it's really funny because uh, what's his name? Uh, the announcer on NXT uh, he was he was like, oh, he's like he's like, oh yeah, he's like it's Dijak, he's back he's back. And then like Booker T is like, who? who? Like what? <laughs> who? Like, I know there's somebody in here you're yelling at you. Like what the hell? Yeah. Or not like if we're going to have a debut, how do you not do some homework? Oh, my God. Because yeah, you're a, a Hall of Famer and you think it doesn't matter? Like, because you have this job locked up? Whatever. Uh, we can stop talking about this show if you're done with NXT, because I have been done with NXT for months, even though I continue to watch it. Yeah, and we're going to watch the pay-per-view this yeah. weekend. <laughs> Over uh. the battle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Speaking of final battle, we can get into predictions for that. And this is where our apologies to will come in on this episode. Apologies to Mercedes Martinez when Martinez when we claimed that Death Triangle was our last Latino our last standing Latino champions. Because obviously she is how does she say it? Not world not women's world champion. She is world women's champion. And she's obviously Latina, so credit to you. We have two Two Latinx champions, and I am hoping we only have one at the end of this weekend, to be honest with you. <laughs> I am ready for Athena to be a heel champion, and if Ring of Honor is going to get something, uh, so we'll start off there. If Ring of Honor is going to get a show or something like that, for them to have a good women's division and have Athena lead it from the front with people chasing her i think would be really good i'm gonna go with athena in this match because i want to will it into the world yes god damn it can we give her airtime and a belt god damn it right she's, why did you sign her she's just gonna sit on the sidelines i know like oh god damn it i i wonder if she's like you know what fuck this make me lose triple h <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, you know that's one toy you want to bring back. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I hope Athena wins this. I really do. And uh, and Mercedes Martinez, like, hey, just for that, you know, Latino champion, Latino championship, whatever. But as we proceed, <laughs> I'm seeing the stipulations on uh, the Wikipedia, and it says double dog collar match, which is probably how they called it out. I didn't hear the verbiage that they used. So I'm assuming now it's going to be two dog collars um, just from that. But, oh, I mean, okay. I guess we could talk straight about that. So two. So FTR versus the Briscoes. This really should be the main event because 
This is the match that I care about now. Before I think it, this is the match that everybody's going right. to care about. Before it was Athena, and I could talk myself into Athena and, and the Yuta match, but this one is really the, the main one, and I think it should be the main show. I'm going to go with the Briscoes, and I think FTR is going to start losing them belts until they climb back and get the AW. Mm, I don't think so. I think that FTR is going to hold on to all their belts. I don't think they'll start dropping anything until Revolution of next year. Huh? Um, yeah, we already talked about this match, but so then we'll move on. Um, possibly our last time to see one of our favorite tag teams, Swerve in Our Glory, is reuniting for, for what match... 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, for a match against Shane Taylor production promotions, which I am not familiar with at all, never really watched Ring of Honor. Sorry, um. But even just from that promo, Keith Lee asks him, can I trust you? And he doesn't even say yes. Like, this is just totally yeah. going to be some sort of swerve for, uh, yeah, lack of a better term, swerve for swerve to, to <laughs> one-up Keith Lee and, and get the better of him and leave him this time. Yeah, exactly. But I think what's going to happen is swerve's going to try to pull that and, swerve, and Keith Lee's just going to pick him up and chuck him back into the ring. He's like, I'm later. Later, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, here's how I can see it going: is they all come out to the ring, and like at least from what we saw in that little that little segment, Shane Taylor and Keith Lee have beef, so they could start off the match and swerve stay, swerve be the legal man and just walk out, get counted out, and then Shane Taylor just beats the shit out of Keith Lee, and that's all we end up seeing from it. So like, yeah, I can see could that be happening. something as lame as that, or it could actually be a good tag team match, which is what I'm hoping. I definitely think swerve swerve in our glory is gonna lose this match. Though. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Um. So then the sh- the other match that we already talked that we've already talked about before to this episode, Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson. I think our one true king of TV will remain, and Samoa Joe will keep that title. Yes, this is the only Samoan that I support fully. <laughs> only Samoan champion that you support. You- <laughs> yeah. Only Samoan Joe that you. I acknowledge this one. <laughs> only Samoan <laughs> Joe that you fully throw your weight behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, all right. So then, uh, the other the match that I cared about before that tag team one was announced a lot was the Yuta versus Garcia Pure Championship match. And there's just something about pure wrestling matches that I don't know why I like them so much. I've only seen like three or four of them, but I really like these matches. And maybe it's because there's so many rules. But and I'm I'm really excited for the Yuta and Garcia match. I think Garcia is gonna keep that belt. I want you to carry it. Like, Blackpool Combat Club needs to get some freaking titles in. And that's what I'm also hoping happens with the main event, that two belts return. Um, Just got to let it go. They're dead. They're not dead. They're the alive. The one person from Blackpool is gone now. <laughs> he said he'll be there till the day he dies. And he literally died. Literally <laughs> died. Exactly. Uh, Figuratively, whatever. You, on the show. Why are you called Blackpool if no, but none of you are from, whatever? Uh, main event: Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli. <laughs> I think Jericho will retain. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club, because I can also see Jericho winning a different title and saying, "I'm the Nueve." Uh, so. <laughs> Where's he yeah, gonna go get another title from? I don't know. He can go get it from AAA. Watch, out of, like out of nowhere, he's gonna leave AEW and go back to 
WWE. And, like, it'll be all completely amicable, just never reported, never really complained of, complain or anything yep. like that. Just go back and be the greatest. He's like, I'm going to take, stage. like, a six-month break and go right. get another I'm just going to go do a run real quick over there. I never won the Universal title. Triple H said I could take it off of Roman, so I'm just going to go do that. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, I kind of hope that you're, oh, no, no, no. Um, you don't want the suicide board to win. I don't. I I like Claudio just fine, but I don't care for him to. I don't care that he's a champion or not. I just like his matches. <laughs> I, I don't have the sentimental attachment that most people really wanted him to be a a title holder or whatever. I um, wish. Uh, I wish he still had his uh entrance music and entrance background from WWE because that shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, I hate his new song. Like, it might be my least favorite in AEW. I just really do not like it at all. Oh, and Tony, what the fuck, man? He came out with one of the coolest Blackpool Combat Club zip-up jackets. And you don't even put it online for me to fucking buy or attempt to buy? Because <laughs> it had, it was Blackpool Combat Club with the Swiss flag, zip-up. And then on the right side, it said Claudio with uh, the Swiss flag and then, like, a couple emblems. And I was like, that's dope. I tried to buy it right away. Not available. I waited. Still not available. You're just not going to fucking sell it and piss me off. <laughs> I try, well, I'm trying to give you money here, damn it. <laughs> um, here is why. I, I Now I remember why I, I want Jericho to win and why I'm rooting against Claudio. Because do you know what day the next Battle of the Belts is? What, next year, right? Yeah. Next month. Not not particularly. January 6th. And I think it would be amazing for Chris Jericho to lose the belt on January 6th. A day (laughs) in which someone in his household may or may not, but definitely did, participate in a date that will live in infamy that happened on January 6th, very recently. Oh, yes, treason. Treason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just think it would be amazing for that to happen, so we'll see. Um, just a oh, one-two punch of remember what happened this day, and then remember what happened this day a couple of years later. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm rooting for him to win it here and then lose it there. So, yeah, it's going to be in Arlington. Obviously, it's not going to be in the big stadium in arlington because it's ring of honor and not that many people are probably going to be there um but i think the show will be okay like we said we're probably not going to watch it live but maybe we'll get to it at some point yeah we'll catch up any other thoughts <sighs> you have before we finish oh you have a jacket thing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah jesus stop going i know that you like Whatever, Tony. I guess you got your favorite spots, whatever, in the East Coast and the Midwest or whatever. Like, we have bigger venues in the desert. Like, I'm just saying. They're, I'm glad you're finally coming. I think they're just. But it's like you show up and it's like, oh shit, it's hot. And then you run away. <laughs> when it's like perfect weather in February, they're just you should their line it up. Foot in the water. It's the same thing. Um, they're going to the same place when they come here and to Denver, but it was it's a pretty small arena. Same Same as that. 
they just can't sell as big on the road right now. So they they gotta they gotta they're they're gonna sell at the footprint center. Yeah, good. And then next time you can sell at a bigger place, but don't wanna take a bigger bite than you're gonna be able to cash in on it. Exactly. The freaking the Suns basketball arena that's like twenty some odd, twenty five thousand people or whatever. That that's huge for them. Or how's this? Do that one and then do a show in Tucson. Don't run away. Because then I can drive to Tucson and you can probably get a seat there. Yeah. Fucking resellers. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it's going to be in that stadium. That is a pretty big stadium. Because that's where yeah. WWE performs. Usually, yep. Right? I already got an invite from WWE. It's like, we're coming in March for Raw. Damn. You got to go. So, we'll see when the tickets go up. Fucking yeah. if I can even get to that one. Yeah, that's true. Make sure to take your listener take on time. We can certainly use it. Um, I'm gonna make my niece make it. (laughs) Triple H and Tony Khan's listenership is not enough. It's only it's only the four of us every week. I feel like when Triple H is like, I'm running out of an idea. Put out that one podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, I got one more appeal now that that's come to my mind because I haven't said it on the show. Tony Khan, if you would like me to stop saying slandering your name, saying that you hate Mexicans. Release the MJF instrumental because that song sucks ass with the vocal and it's such heel shit for MJF to not have the instrumental out. I don't care. Give me the instrumental for the J for the MJF vocal. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. Come on, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well if you got nothing else then I guess we can cut this long episode short, but hey, we had a lot to catch up on and predictions to make, so next week will probably be yeah, and two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Late, <laughs> but it's two in a row. Calling it out. Well, we're not gonna be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're not, happy holidays. Uh, <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> bye.